Pirelli Natural Horsemanship is celebrating 41 years of teaching the Pirelli Method with a live three-day event in the new state-of-the-art World Equestrian Center in Ocala on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I am here today with Pat Pirelli himself to talk about the upcoming event. Thank you so much for being here, Mr. Pirelli. Yeah, my pleasure. And I just want to start kind of at the beginning of your story. Where are you from? How did you get your start with horses? That kind of thing. Oh, you got short questions with long answers. Yeah. Okay. That's Take good. as long as you want. That's a, that's a good sign of a good radio interviewer. Okay. Um, well, first of all, uh, I've lived in Ocala, so I'll kind of go backwards. Lived in Ocala, Florida um, for the last 23 years. And I also have a ranch in Colorado. I was raised in Northern California in ranch country. And... Um, my father was a two-time Golden Glove champion boxer of New York, and his manager was a cowboy. And we, he, I was the uh, son he never had. So that's how I got started in horses when I was three. So I've been with horses all my life, and luckily for me, the, the area where I was in uh, kind of north-central California, East Bay area, there was these great horsemen all around. Our veterinarian, his name was Dr. Billy Linfoot. He was the first 10-goal polo player of the United States, and he was a wild horse tamer. And then he had ended up learning how to do that from um, Tom Dorrance, who then I later on discovered and studied with. So all these great horsemen were in this, like, 100-mile radius. And it was an epicenter, and I was hungry for knowledge, and so I just luckily got into that. But I was rodeo cowboy for 14 years. I rode Bronx until my brains came in. Mm -hmm. And I used to study with all the um, the rodeo acts that were training animals for entertainment. Dogs, pigs, horses, donkeys, roosters, uh, monkeys, chimpanzees. I got, I've always been interested in training animals. So I really got a, a wide variety of of learning how to train animals and then of course when I realized I wasn't going to be able to uh, ride bucking horses into my 60s and 70s I decided maybe I better start another career and so I studied with a really great horseman one of the very very best his name was Troy Henry and I was with him for five years as an apprentice and he passed away suddenly in 1981 so I was asked by a veterinarian out in California named Dr. R.M. Bradley to come down to Hollywood and put on a seminar for his um, clients. And I said, sure. And then I looked at a friend of mine, another friend of mine who was a veterinarian. I said, what's a seminar? And he says, don't worry, I'll tell you. So anyway, so we got it together and I put my first one on in on the first weekend of March 1982. So that was 41 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I realized right then that was what I had, that was my gift that God had given me to be able to communicate to humans the way horses feel, think, act, and play. And therefore, kind of opening up uh, yeah, a freeway of knowledge, a, a pathway, so that people could really treat horses the way they needed to be treated. Um, very shortly afterwards, uh, I started putting on uh, little workshops and clinics. I would travel to people's barns, and I would work with their horses. I had a program called Have Help Will Travel. I would go around, and it was a three-hour program. And in those days, so just got to remember, when I say this number, you got to at least 
Multiply it times 10. It was $100 an hour in 1983. That was unheard of. Mm -hmm. And I was doing three three hour sessions. So I was making almost $1,000 a day, mm -hmm. which would be like making $10,000 a day now. So, um, put, you know, helping people with their horses. Then all of a sudden the newspapers and the magazines got a hold of it, then the television stations. And pretty soon it just went wild that wherever I would go, people would show up. Not only would I go to the barn, they'd have 50 to 100 people sitting there showing up. And they'd follow me all around Southern California and Arizona and places like this. So it became kind of a phenomenon. Then I started doing clinics. Then I went to Australia. I've been there 41 times. I've been to Europe, uh, I think, 29 times. Um, I did a demonstration for President Reagan. And then wow. he, told her, he told Her Majesty the Queen about me. And then I ended up doing a private demonstration for the queen and she brought th you know had three of her challenging horses she's got lots of horses she had lots of horses mm -hmm. and it just was one of those things that my gift of being able to help regular people get extraordinary horse results with horses was what what i was all about mm -hmm. and that's what i've continued to do so now we have uh our main we've moved everything here to ocala now uh, our headquarters used to be in colorado uh, we now headquarter here, my warehouse is here, our ship, shipping development. We have the world's largest web-based train your horse at home program. Over 200,000 students in 73 countries, including Texas. Oh, wow. So we have a campus here and we have one in Australia, one in Europe and still the one in Colorado for now. And but we're, we're based out of here. Wow. That's really amazing that you've gotten to do that. I, when I was doing my research on you, I did see several times that people have coined you the horse whisperer so i mean that's just a really amazing story and you have an amazing history with horses so tell me a little bit about this specific event at the world equestrian center what are you going to be doing there what can people expect how many horses are you going to be taming mm -hmm. tell me a little bit about that all right. well great well first of all when i was 10 years old i read the black stallion series and one of those books was called the horse tamer and Alex Ramsey, who was the, Alec Ramsey's uncle, was this famous guy could tame any horse. So I always, ever since I was 10, I wanted to do that. And that Dr. Billy Linfoot was also a wild horse tamer. So I learned how to do this over the years. And I've done it with hundreds of horses now, Mustangs and lots of wild horses in different countries, Brumbies in Australia, on and on and on. So there's an event here in the United States called um, the Mustang Makeover. And they give the uh, trainers 100 days, which is great. But every time I've gone to one of these, everybody wonders what happened on those first three days. So what we're going to do, we, we gathered um, a whole herd of wild Florida Mustangs, which are called cracker horses. And we sorted out eight of them. Okay. We started okay. off with seven. And then uh, we thought, well, we might as well bring an eighth one in case is um, an alternate. And we're going to tame these horses in three days. So at Arena 5, on March 3rd, 4th, and 5th, we are going to, we've got over 1,000 tickets sold already. Wow. And we are uh, going to bring those horses in. And we're going to share with everybody how to use love, language, and leadership to tame the horses, not break them. And this is something that, to me, is really uh, a passion that I've always had. 
uh, ever since I was 10 years old when I read that book, The Horse Tamer. And so it's this is what we're going to do. We're gonna, I'm bringing in um, my some of my professionals from all over the world. Uh, we've got two or three ladies going to be there doing it. So this is going to be really exciting. And it's just we're going to – these horses are untouched other than we had to go herd them in and gather them and load them into a trailer like cattle, and that's exactly – the condition they're in now and uh, it's going to be really exciting yeah. so to see those first three days it's going to be exciting it's going to be beautiful mm-hmm. it's going to be entertaining and it's going to be eye-opening that's all i can say and it, everybody needs to know they need to bring an extra pair of socks okay you hear that guys an extra pair of socks you know why? no tell me because we're going to blow the first pair off uh so. That's funny. Everyone bring an extra pair of socks because your socks are going to be blown off. That's right. 